It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is Off The Bench. The biggest names in Aussie sport are here every weekend. Yeah, they sure are. And I hope your weekend's getting off to a great start. This is Jason Matthews. Welcome to Off The Bench, where we look back at some of the bigger interviews from the week. Uh, this week, uh, Kevy Walters, the brand-new coach of the Brisbane Broncos, will be joining us. Matt Dufty, the number one for the Dragons. Sats and I will have a look at the trials that are happening uh, this weekend as well. And we also caught up with this bloke during the week from the North Queensland Cowboys. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. No dramas. Thanks for having me. Hey, now, Toddy, um, also inverted commas, Roddy. <laughs> Can, before we start talking about rugby league, can we, we've been talking about the sausage roll in a fresh bread roll with sauce growing up. Yeah. Did you ever have that as a kid? Yeah, that was recess. There you go. I've never heard of it. Yeah, tomato sauce. Todd Satz has never been exposed to this this wonderful dish, and you had it with a chalky milk. Todd, did you do that as well? Uh, yeah, I was more a juice kind of guy, but. Um, I've definitely had plenty of them, plenty sausage rolls in a in a bread roll. You and me both, brother. Yeah. I'm getting you one tomorrow, Sats. Well, you Promise. said that yesterday, but Toddy, <laughs> uh, big trial this week against the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, you've named a uh, a pretty strong lineup. It was it always going to be the the focus to take as strong a lineup into that what may look like round one. Yeah, look, we've only like across the NRL, there's only one one trial, so we're gonna. Well, I'd expect most teams to put out the best team on the park. Uh, we're, we're short a couple of guys through injury, but um, we have a squad of 22 going down. Um, we have a couple of positions still up in the air, so we're going to split the time evenly, um, you know, in two 40-minute segments. So um, those players are aware of that and what's happening and, um, you know, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a shootout, but definitely a strong performance will help you get in that round one thing. Now, your captain, Michael Morgan, missed a lot of 2020. Uh, he named it 5'8". Firstly, yep. is, is that his position, number six? And and secondly, will he play a majority of the game? Or will we just sort of we just feel see how he's feeling throughout the game? No, no, he'll play um, the majority of the game. Um, that's where his best position is for us is that number six. Um, I see him as a running six. Uh, he has, you know, he works best off an organising half inside him. I've had people tell me that he's a centre. I've had people tell me he's a fullback. Um, but I've seen him lead this team into a grand final playing half and five eight. And I would like him to see him get back to his best footy. There's nothing worse than as, as an edge defender when you've got a big body who's fast as a five yep. like a Laurie Daly, those sort of guys. So he, he's a nightmare yeah, as a five Jack White. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Todd, taking over the role, North Queensland Cowboys, of course you had a, well, you consider a pretty successful year taking over at the Warriors um, last season. What challenges did you face first up when you got to the club? Uh, trying to point a staff uh, was a, the <laughs> first challenge. Um <laughs> 
that was enjoyable and we got some really good assistance. Uh, two senior assistants and Steve George Alice and Dean Young. Um, you know, they're well credentialed, they're highly motivated, um, very competent. So just sitting back and watching them do their thing is, is really enjoyable. Um, you know, we've enjoyed each other's company as well and I think that has resonated through the group. Um, you know, they can see us enjoying what we're doing from day to day and doing plenty of laughing and at the right time we're switching on. So um, that has had a good effect on, on the team so far. Um, the other challenges are just around the fact that we've had so much change in terms of the way that we play footy. We've got a whole new defensive system and we've stripped back all the structure, which is the way that the team has played for the last four or five years. And uh, there are days where we've looked good. There's been days where we've taken a couple of steps backwards, but I think consistently throughout the whole 12, 13 week period, I've seen enough progress to to feel comfortable that we're we're heading in the right direction well enough. You just mentioned one of your, your assistant coaches, Dean Young. We spoke to him about a week mm. ago. Is he still paranoid about the, the, the water level in his pool mm. in Townsville? He's not happy with you. No, I think he's okay at the moment because we got heaps of rain <laughs> and he let his kids just let his kids and my kids just go for hell for leather for a good fifteen, twenty minutes just to even out the water. Is it true he's pool, so he's, he's a bit relaxed at the moment. Todd, is it true he stands by the pool with a whistle and if the kids splash too much <laughs> he blows it and kicks them out for a five minute timeout? Is that true? That is true. That is true. <laughs> but I don't understand the fact why well, have a pool if you cannot allow people to bomb in it in towns or when it's you spend at least an hour a day in the afternoon well my kids do and um, I know all the pools up here are, are well used and growing up Toddy Payton not only were you the best dancer over 110 kilos you were actually, actually the best bomb diver in Canberra as well weren't you <laughs> yeah I had a bit of weight to go in the water back in Canberra days mate so yeah I had a bit of a splash um, oh, rivering the champion of the of bombs up until the age of 16. Uh, you, you call Todd Rod Payton. Yeah. Do you, do you want to tell the audience why you, you yeah. call him so Rod Payton? When he was down at Canberra, he started playing first grade at 17. as a front row, which is yeah. ridiculous. You know? Anyway, one of his mates, correct me if I'm wrong, Rod, is that, um, that he was in an argument with a guy in a licensed venue. They all went outside, and this guy was blowing up, saying, oh, you Canberra players, you think you own the city, even you, Rod Payton. <laughs> <laughs> so, hence the name Rod. Um, I've told a few of his players about that as well. Now, one of those players is Scotty Drinkwater. He's named it fullback for this trial this weekend. Now, I, I, so I've spoken to you off air, and you're really excited about his his potential, some of the attributes you've seen him, aren't you, Toddy? Yeah, I am. I think he's a really um, strong attacking player. Um, he's super fit, um, which you need to be to play at the full at, at you know in the fullback position. Um, he's really talkative, um, and again, that's one of the, the you know the prerequisites of being a good fullback is being vocal and directing traffic at the back. And um, we have had a three-way um, tussle in that that position with Hamso and, and with Val, and those players are well aware of my selection or our selection criteria, and that's first and foremost is to get our line organised at the back and, and to stop tries, considering that we were the second most uh, points against, you know, across the competition last 12 months. So uh, we need to plug up that part of our game and um, our, our mindset for our team 
uh, round one team selection is our best defensive team. So, um, you know, he's, he's a really capable kid and I'm excited what he can provide for us as a squad, whether it's a fullback, five-eighths or anywhere else. How many spots in that first grade team are you still undecided on? Uh, two centre spots, the full back spot. Um, there's a back row slash two back row spots um, and the whole bench. So quite a oh. few. Um, yeah, okay, and yeah. in saying that, I'm not totally sold on um, a few others. So I don't want to make anyone too comfortable. Yep. Um, but, you know... I've spoken on a couple of other interviews about our pre-season so far to date. You know, years gone by, we've had um, a team one and a team two. So the team one team's always stronger and um, more often than not roll over the team two side. But we've split them up evenly over the course of the pre-season. We'll we'll name a side at the start of the week and any of that 13v13 stuff we get in any of our sessions, they'll be in those teams and then on the Saturday we had, we competing in a post session and um, I've seen that work just for the simple fact that we've improved pretty well across the group and it doesn't allow for people to get comfortable in that team one and it doesn't um, allow for players that are in that second team to feel as though that they're a million miles away from getting a start in the first grade and they've just competed well and improved across the squad and I think it's worked well. One of the players that will definitely be there and one of the best players in the comp is your 13, Jason Talmalolo, co-captain. I read a really good story last week about how you're trying to get quality out of him as opposed to the quantity of minutes that he plays. And he yeah. seems to be one of those players, Toddy, where if you give him instructions, he just morphs back to the middle because he wants to be involved and he wants to make a difference. How do you sit down and how does that discussion go with Jason Talmalolo saying, we want you to play X amount of minutes as opposed to you playing you know, 60, 70, 80 minutes? Yep, um, it was pretty simple. So we, I, I sat him down, you know, almost immediately, and just he's he's contracted to us for another seven years. So we've got to treat him like a long-term investment. So if we keep rolling him out in the field for seventy minutes a week, we're gonna he's gonna be cooked by, you know, the time he's, he hits thirty. Um, so we need to be smart in that regard. But you know, if I go around to people that watch a lot of rugby league and. Um, you know, ask what do you think of Jason Tamalolo, and they, everyone will tell you he's the best running forward in the game. Whereas, you know, not many play people or people that understand rugby league a lot would would say that he's the best forward in the game. And I think he's got a big room for improvement and what he can provide for us on the defensive end. Um, you know, if he's going to stay on the park and a bloke at that size, he's gonna he's gonna conserve energy somewhere and he's not going to move as well as he should on the defensive end so he can get through the minutes so it was a pretty easy sell to be honest um i know we can we can get him better um and you know if he's moving well and tackling better and and being more of a physical um a physical presence in the middle of the park from the defensive end I know the other team the other team will, will stand up and be noticed and then he'll make other guys around him feel and play better. Right, righty, Todd Payton, we could talk to you all night, mate, but uh, we've got to go. We loved your honesty and your answers as well. It's not often, Sats, that a coach will come back and go, you know, we've got all these spots to fill and, and talk about the players the way you have, mate. Best of luck for the 2021 season and good luck with the trial against the Broncos this weekend. Thanks for having me. 
This is Off The Bench. Welcome back to Off The Bench. We've got a man who's in his first year as head coach with the Brisbane Broncos. Of course, that is club legend, Kevy Walters. How are you, Kevy? Hey, yeah, good afternoon, gents. Yeah, it's going well, thanks. Looking forward to uh, the weekend's trial against the Cowboys, of course, and then the weekend off and then into Parramatta for round yeah. one, which is... Yeah, it's all very exciting. Start to smell the danker up. Hey, before we start talking about the footy, how's Alan been? You, you <laughs> mate Alan Lang. How's it been linking with him again? No, leave the mateship out of it, mate. He's, he's no mate of mine. Uh, <laughs> no, look, he's been good. He's a Bronco through and through. And a terrific guy to have around the place, just his knowledge and his um, the way he just you know goes about his business. It's great to have him around yeah. and, you know, he's... He's like everyone, disappointed with what happened last year you know, at the Broncos. But uh, we're about fixing that up this year and making sure that we do everything that we can to you know, get the club back on track. Kevin, you've had a few challenges in the off-season. Um, what has been the biggest one for you taking over as the coach at the Broncos? Uh, the big one for mine has been uh, you know, just working on our defensive patterns and our, and our structure and defence last year. you know, I think they were the worst defensive team we'll have pretty much last at everything, the Broncos. So... That's where we started. We know that the you know the good premiership teams um, and the teams that you know go well into September or October, whenever the grand final is these days, um, they've got you know good defensive structures. So that's what we've been working on. And the other thing is the you know the togetherness of of the the players. And you know it was pretty humbling for them you know last year with what happened. And um, you know I guess you lose a lot of confidence, you lose a lot of faith in those around you, and you just try to go and you know solve things by yourself. So. That's been our big thing is getting that togetherness there again with the Broncos and also working you know, really hard with our defensive patterns and our defensive structures. Yeah, pretty important, the unity, isn't it? Now, to be a Pangai Jr., like he's one of my favourite players when he's on, Kevy. When taking the role, mm. was one of your discussions with him how important he is to be on the field as opposed to being off it? Well, that's right, Sats. And that happened a lot last year for different reasons with the, you know, the, the top sort of 10 players not being involved in the season as such. A lot of them were either suspended like Tavita was or injured. Matt Lodge spent a lot of time on the sidelines with injuries. Anthony Milford was the same. Um, so, you know, I guess this year for us, it's about getting those, you know, those your key players, your best players on the field regularly and getting them, you know, playing at a level where they're capable of and, and what's expected of them. I mean, Tavita at his best, you know, yeah, wouldn't find too many better forwards, you know, in the competition uh, with his explosiveness and his power and the way he can change games. But at his worst, and we've, we've seen some of that last year as well, um, you know, he's sort of no value to anyone. So we need mm. to get him on the field and, and playing the football that, it, that he's capable of. Now, there's been so many big signings. Well, there is every pre-season, off-season, Kevy, and there's one that's flown under the radar. And I think you guys got one of the one of the better ones. I think he's one of the most skillful forwards we've seen in the modern game for a long time. And, of course, that's John Asiata. Is, is he the player that, yeah. for you, who is such an attacking player, that, that adds that dimension that the Broncos haven't had, especially last year? Yeah, exactly, Sats. You know, as you say, he's a kind of skillful player, a very skillful player. And he brings a, a different dimension to our attack. And we've got a lot of mobile, hostile forwards, you, you know, middlemen that can make yards and bust tackles. But this guy's our creator. And, you know, he's great for our mix in the side. He also, and even more importantly, you know, away from the football field and, and off the field, he's been a great leader for our younger forwards as well. You know, good mentor for them. And he's got good experience now. He's a premiership winner with the Cowboys in 2015. And, uh, yeah, we, we've picked up a, a good one there. From what we've seen so far from John, he's been outstanding for us. 
Is he potentially captain material, mate? And are you close to making a decision around the skipper? Yeah, we're, we're very close to making a decision. Alex Glenn um, will captain the side, you know, this Saturday night. It's his testimonial game. And, you know, all things being equal, you know, I think Alex uh, is the right person as well to, you know, to lead the club forward uh, for the 2021 season. He's Everyone had a tough year last year and Alex uh, was one of those players with injuries and the like and the way the club went. So we'll give him the opportunity. You know, I've worked with Alex a little bit in the past when I had different times at the club and I always found him above anything else as a club man and a good Broncos man. So that's what we need to lead this club, you know, for the 2021 season. Oh, yeah. Kevy, there's been a lot of talk in the last 24 hours. Corey Parker's come out and said, you know, he didn't hear from you and all that sort of stuff. And Sats and I have actually mm. dueled about this you know, on air a bit. And I, and I, we, first of all, what was his role uh, in in the coaching team? Was it a senior coaching role, or, or was it just as a consultant? No, I, well, again, again, I believe I don't know have all the information because I wasn't at the club last year, and I, I used to work with Corey at Fox, and he yeah. he was um, uh, through the COVID period couldn't work at the club, so I, I'm I'm not sure 100 percent what he's role was last year but I just felt uh, you know last year for this coming season that we needed some experienced coaches around our, our younger squad our young players and we picked up those two and John Cartwright and Terry Madison both have coached for you know for 20 years or more both have had senior coaching roles uh, both here and overseas so the experience factor for mine was that was the telling tale and I've been really pleased with you know what what we've come how we've come together as a package you know because obviously it's a it's a team event and also from a coaching point of view it's a team event as well. So, yeah, and Corey, yeah, look, I understand he's a little bit upset. Um, he's been a great Broncos player and he was involved with the club. Uh, in what capacity, I'm not entirely sure. Last year, I think he was doing some defensive work with, with the players. But, you know, we've just gone down a different path and um, certainly respect everything that Corey's done in the game. And, you know, uh, you know I wish him well. Um, I'm sure he'll be back at the Broncos, you know, at some stage in the near future. Hey, Kevin, uh, we spoke to... Johnny Cartwright last week, your your mate from 1990, he's, he blames you for getting pepper sprayed in France. <laughs> yeah, well, probably was me. I was, I was the cheeky one that couldn't fight, and Cardi was the big one that could. So, um, yeah, I, I hid behind him, mate, and he copped, actually, he copped most of the macing that night, uh, being the bigger man at the front. <laughs> Uh, but that was quite an experience. It was a very, it was a bonding experience. We thought they were bloody hard. We could not stand for a start what they were saying, but geez, when they hit us with the mace, <laughs> they hit us pretty hard. I can tell you. <laughs> hey, um, hey, Kevin, you had a trial last week against Winham and you know, Tavita and Matty Lodge, and a few of the first graders played. What do you take from those trials against your feeder club? Do you take much from those at all? Or is it just about purely about those senior players getting minutes under their belt? Well, that was a big one for us, was to give, um, you know, Tavita and Matt Lodge. Uh, Tessie played as well. Tessie Nee, mm-hmm. who, you know, looks like being one of our, our centres to, to start the season. Um, Jesse Arthur's another one in contention, you know, for a first-grade spot, you know, for round one. So it's a few of those guys that um, needed to play, as well as giving an opportunity to some of the younger ones that have trained and trialled with us, you know, over that uh, period, over that, you know, sort of Christmas and then uh, post-Christmas. So, yeah. Did we get much out of it? Yeah, you always get things out of trials. You know, it was, it was a good hit out for our, our players. It was a good hit out for Wynnum. I thought Wynnum showed some really promising signs uh, for their season, you know, ahead in the Intra Super Cup. And they've been a good, strong club, haven't they, yeah. for the last, you know, mm. three or four years. So um, it was a good experience here for us. Uh, we look forward now to this weekend against the Cowboys, and, you know, and 
looking to, to improve even more from what, what we started on last week. Now, the kid I've been watching since he was about 14 or 15, Kevy, and you've seen a fair bit of him now over the over the preseason, young Reese Walsh, and like trying to yeah. tell many people who want to listen about up-and-coming potential NRL players. You, you yeah. like the attributes of what you've seen with this young fullback? Yeah, I certainly do, Sats, and you sounds like you've seen a lot more of him than that of I have seen him play a couple of times for Queensland, a little bit in the under-18s, or oh, two years ago now, wasn't it, when they won the... Um, yeah, the uh, national the, title, the, yeah. The Melbourne Inca mm. national title, yeah. So, yeah, he's come in, hasn't played. Unfortunately, for the sad thing for a lot of these young players, they just missed a whole you know, season of rugby league last year. I think Reese had one game in an under-18s under game, or, and then that was it for the season for him. And all he could do all year was train. So I'm really happy, and, and everyone is you know, around the game, that our... That our grassroots and, and our and our pathway systems are, are back up and running for this year. At this stage, they are anyway. The Interest Super Cup has been such a mm. wonderful breeding ground, and Sats, you've seen them all come through mm. with your commentary over the years. You know, with Channel Nine, that the, the pathway here, and you, you need to to do your time at Interest Super Cup level. And you know, from the great Cameron Smith, you know, he had a good season at North way back in was it two thousand and one? Yep. You know, Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk, all these players. Matt Gillette, you know, they've all come through the intrust system. So it's good that Reese will be able to cut his teeth in there. And, and if he's that good, well, he'll get a game in first grade. But right now we need him to go back and play, you know, against men and against uh, players that have been, you know, hitting hitting the pavement for the last 10 years at intrust Super Cup level. And let's see what he can do back there. And then, we'll, you know, he'll, he'll progress through. He's, yeah. he's a good young player. He's got a good mindset as well. When you put a deadline on Cam Smith and, and say to yourself as a coach, I've just got to move on. Well, we're, we're moving on as we speak, Sats. I mean, we haven't heard from the... You haven't got his... He, he might have changed numbers. I, I actually texted him two months ago, but he's yet to get back to me, Kevy. <laughs> well, I, I, texted him, I texted him two months ago as well, and I'm still every time the phone beeps or text. Oh, this will be Smithy now, but no. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're moving on. We're moving on regardless. Look, if he becomes available, and obviously we'd be interested, but if not, we're just getting on with things. We've got you know, more than capable players here at the club. Jake Turpin is one that'll get a, you know, an opportunity this weekend to, to show his words. Jake missed most of last year as well. So um, it's a great opportunity for him this weekend and into round one to, to show us what he can do with a nine jumper here at the Broncos. Kevy, we've got a lot of Parramatta supporters that uh, listen to our show in Sydney as well. So when they travel to Suncorp Stadium February 12th, that's uh, the Friday night game, what do Parramatta fans, what are they going to see from the Brisbane Broncos? What do you want to see? Well, I want to see a committed team from, from the Brisbane side. We know what Parramatta can do. We've seen a lot of them in the last couple of years really blow the Broncos you know, off mm. the field, particularly um, uh, the last sort of 12 to 18 months. So, yeah, they're, they're a good side. They're well coached. And they're good, experienced players. So from our point of view, we just want to you know, go out there and make our supporters and all of our fans and our team and our, our players, we want to put in a performance that we can be really proud of. You know, we need to be courageous, we need to be brave, we need to be all those things that you need to be, you know, in round one. That'll be a tough encounter for us. So I think they were top four side last year, Parramatta. So they're in good touch um, from last year. And, you know, it's a great way to start the season for us, you know, at Suncorp Stadium against a, a classy side like the Eels. Um, it, it's a great challenge for our guys, but I'm sure we'll be ready for the Eels, fellas. Don't worry about that, Sats. We'll be ready, big fella. Are you excited, Kevy? Are you excited or nervous? No, I'm excited. Rugby league's, you know, it's been a, a huge part of my life, and uh, it's been a, a long time, um, you know, working away, uh, both from a playing point of view and also a coaching point of view to, to get myself back to the Broncos and in the role that I'm in at the moment. So I'm, I'm really genuinely excited about what lies ahead. 
look, we know rugby league's a tough sport and there's lots of highs and lots of lows, and I expect that this season from the Broncos. But above all, you know, I, I love uh, being involved in the game, particularly love, you know, coaching the Broncos. So I'm going to enjoy myself regardless of what happens throughout the season. Yeah, good on you, Kevy. We love you, mate. Thanks for your time today on, on Sports Day and good luck for 2021 just against all teams but the Rabbitohs, mate. Take, take it easy on them, okay? <laughs> That's all right. We'll get amongst everyone this year, the Bronx. Let's go, Broncos. This is Off the Bench. Welcome back to Off the Bench. Dufty on the counter attack around Thompson. Dufty's going to burn them. What a turn of events. Here's Duff, the Magic Dragon. Duff. The Magic Dragon. I prefer to call him Duff Man. Uh, Matt Dufty from the Dragons. Welcome back to Sports Day, mate. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, look, I want to share with our listeners uh, what you said to us off there. I forgot about the interview. We See, we think people we interview <laughs> sit by the phone waiting for us to call and are preparing. Yeah, Is exactly. this not the case, Matt Dufty? Oh, it was the first time, but um, yeah, this oh, time. So we I left just, that much uh, of an impression the first forgot. time that you forgot about the second <laughs> time. That's great. Uh, the most obvious question, Matty, uh, pre-season would always be, they always always are tough. And as we come into the trials, you've got the Charity Shield match this week, which is a huge match on the calendar. Will the coach, Anthony Griffin, will he use it as, as the closest side to round one? Yeah, I think um, that's how we're preparing. Um, I think... The side we put out will be pretty much our full strength side um, to start the game. Anyway, I'm sure there'll be a lot of a lot of people playing with unlimited interchange, and I think you're allowed to take 25 or 26 on the bench. So, mm. um, but yeah, to start the game, I think it'll be a real test for how we're going to start the season. Now, there's been so much that's happened over the the preseason with the Dragons, of course. Benny Hunt, captain, uh, the Cameron McGuinness signing, the injury to McGuinness, and then McCulloch signing. The latest Corey Norman stuff, what all, what all that. But I want to get back to Hunt and McCulloch. Is it evident from the day that Andrew McCulloch arrived that there's a, a really strong combination and a friendship between Ben Hunt and Andrew McCulloch? <laughs> yeah, Honey's uh, never had a smile as as big on his face <laughs> as uh, the day uh, Macca turned up. He he was glowing. Um, I've never seen him like it. It was it was a bit weird, but um, yeah, you can definitely tell there. They're good friends uh, on and off the field. Well, you need that combination, don't you, with two important positions, especially for you, so they can release you. Now, Benny Hunt has been named as captain since Cam McGuinness has been injured. As a as a player, what attributes has he got that says to you that he's going to be a really good skipper? I think um, Ben's always been good when, when he's been challenged. I think uh, he's obviously copped a lot last few years, but um, that's been unwarranted. And I think even since... Hook announced that you can see he's, the way he's going about training, the way he's, he's preparing for not just the play, but training. I think, you know, Benny's he's always uh, led by his actions. Um, I think uh, being captain will just, uh, you know, give him a, a bit more purpose to, to be that leader in the team. And, um, you know, I think he's going to thrive uh, being the captain of, of the Dragons. Has, is it because, uh, has Ben Hunt's fortunes changed a bit since he became the VB uh, aftershave uh, ambassador, do you think, uh, Matt? Do you think that's what helped? Yeah, yeah, I think so. You know, he's uh, he hasn't lived that photo now <laughs> for a while. It's, uh, yeah, I think he's got a modelling career after after footy. Did, did he have a body odour problem yes. before he got the sponsorship? Uh, I think he's got another odour problem. That, 
It comes from somewhere else on the body. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Mate, um, what role does Cam McGuinness now play at the club? Does he take a back seat and let Ben Hunt now just completely take over on and off? The, I mean, obviously uh, on the field, but off the field as well? Um, I'm not too sure. He's He's been in a few times since he got surgery, but Cam's the type of bloke who's, um, you know, he's always there if you need to talk and he's always going to be there to, to help everyone out in the team. You know, me and Cam are, are really good mates on and off the field and he always, um, this last week since he hasn't been training, has been asking me how it's been going, how the boys are and that. And he just, he just cares about the club mm. and his friends. So I think, um, you know, he's always going to be there for that, yeah, that support and, um, you know, that mentor to the younger kids as well. It's pretty evident how much he, he loves his teammates. Uh, now, we've got a question here from one of our, our loyal listeners, Lou from Blackbutt, and uh, she says, has the emergence of Cody Ramsey, Maddie, pushed you to yep. look over your shoulder and try much harder at training? Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you can never be um, comfortable. And I know from previous experiences that um, – you definitely can't be comfortable in an NRL squad. Um, you know, Cody is an outstanding trainer and he's a great talent. And he's definitely been pushing me and pushing everyone at training for, you know, Cody just wants to play footy no matter what position he gets put in. If it's fullback, wing, centre, he's just going to give 100%. And, um, you know, it's it's been good for me to, to have that challenge and, and that little bit of friendly rivalry at training. I think, um, you know, it's, I'd hate it if, if I just thought I was going to play NRL or, mm. you know, I think it's it's anyone's position and, you know, a few, few bad games from, from anyone there can, can change the sod. It's a good attitude to have. Um, what's, uh, what's, what's Hook taught you this year in the off-season? What's he, what's he, what have you learned from him that you take away and go, I didn't know that before? Um, he's just a very, you know, he's got a very up-down, straight game plan that he wants. He's He's all about the... 75 minutes, which is your, he says you get five minutes with the ball in the game and 75 minutes without it. And it's what you do for your teammates in that 75 minutes that, that really counts. He's all about the little things. Um, you know, he doesn't care if you do the flashiest things with the ball. He's, he's worried about if you're supporting when someone's running one out or catching balls on the full or saving tries. And I think, you know, that's just brought a, a new mentality or attitude that I didn't really have. Um, last few years but this year's been a real focus I mean this preseason so I'm interested to see how it can uh, put in effect this weekend well Matt actually uh, we're talking to Matt Dufty here on Sports Day as well the Dragons number one Satch you say this as well the coaches with the simplest game plan and, and you had it at, at Penrith and obviously South have got it with Wayne Bennett the coaches that bring the simplest game plans and let the players do what they do best are the teams that do do very well is that right well, you, you just don't complicate the situation because you can't plan a rugby league game. Matty will tell you as a fullback, when you're on the, at the back of your, of your players and you're looking at what's going on, there's so many moving parts. It's, it's too hard to prepare the 80 minutes, isn't it? And knowing exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I think, you know, any, anything can happen in a, in a rugby league game. I think we lost a few games last year by someone just tripping over their own feet at marker and, and people going straight through, I think. You know, if you just come to, to give 100%, um, it's the best best you can do. Like, for Normie this year, it's the best best I've ever seen him train, and I'm mm. actually really excited to see him play this year because Hook's just kind of kind of freed him from that, that structure, and Normie's just been able to float around and, and do what he does best, yeah. which is play instinctively. And, you know, Honey with that more 
leadership role in the halves is, is thriving as well. So I'm, I'm very excited to see how they both start the season. Now on Corey Norman, I'm not going to touch on what's happened off the field, but as a player himself, how does he handle emotionally, how does he handle the situation that he finds himself at the moment? So when he gets to training, what's his body language like? Does he try and just deflect it and, and focus on training or is he a player that, that it really affects him emotionally and you can, and you can see it, it's quite evident? Um, Normie's the most, uh, how should I put it, uh, laid-back person I've, I've ever met. He, things off the field don't really phase him too much, but um, you can definitely see when he steps on the on the paddock, this year he's definitely got a a more a, def, a bigger focus on on being professional, mm. and you know he's been a real leader. He's he's the voice he's had this preseason. Is um you know all the boys look up to him, and I think that's. When he came to the the club, I think that's what the club was looking for. And um, this year, he's really stepped into to that leadership role. Where last few seasons, he, he probably hasn't been the leader we needed him to. But this year, he's he's definitely on track to be the leader we need him to be. Yeah, good to hear. Now, is there a player we don't know much about, Maddie, that uh, may jump out of the ground this year? Um, Power. I don't know if you you, you know him. Um, from the Roosters. Yep. Not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Topolatu. <laughs> He's a. Uh, starts with an F. F. Okay. Yep. Um, um, yeah. He's a he's a front row and he's hits like a truck and oh, he really? runs the ball like a truck. So um, I'd keep an eye on him. Audio and Sat, you're going to preview the season for the Dragons in just a sec. While we've got the duft on the uh, line, where have you got him coming this year? Uh, this year I've got them about twelfth. Same as last year. Yep. Mm. You have to prove him wrong. Hey, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> mate. But hey, listen. Something the Dragons fans do want to know is: is Jack Bird? Is he moving freely? What position is he training at? Um, he's training at centre. Yep. Um, I think he, he trolled there on the weekend for the yep. first fifteen twenty. Um, when he first started, obviously he's still rehabbing back in November last year. But um, last few weeks he's because I played twenties with with Birdie as well yeah. back in the day, and um, he's looking like his old self. It's actually really exciting to see. He's he's uh, definitely a he's that strong up top, and um, obviously when things uh, the injury happened to Cam, he was a bit bit nervous, and obviously it, it brought back some some memories. But I think that trial on the weekend is exactly what he needed. He said he was out there, he totally forgot about, it and um, he was really looking good, and he's. I'm really excited to see him play. I think he can be a massive asset, asset oh, yeah. to our team. Huge. I think Senna's smart from, from hook as well. Just drip feeding back into the game. He's been out for so long. Now, before yeah. we let you go, last night we were talking about favourite tuck shop foods, which is – and Jace is saying that he used to love the sausage roll in a fresh bread roll with sauce on it. Now, I've never heard of that until he Beer told on me. Boys. That was a staple meal at Beer on Boys High, mate. Now, he's – have you got yeah, a favourite? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I used to pump that at high school. Really? So there that's your favourite as well yeah. from tuck shop? No, I wouldn't say it was my favourite, but I used to smash it at school. Um, I don't know what, what's my favourite. I used to love the chicken schnitzel rolls with uh, mayo, cheese, and chicken sweet schnitzel. What school did you go to? <laughs> obviously, a private You're school. You're a private school boy, obviously. <laughs> it was. Oh, yeah, there you go. And yeah, yeah he's yeah. got the build where he can eat uh, all that sort of stuff. I used to go to the office when when I had no lunch and say, "Got no lunch," and I used to put in our school fees and didn't find out till till my dad used to come and go, "What have you been doing?" <laughs> Dad, today I had two dozen prawns and, yeah. and some oysters for lunch at yeah. the private school. All right, mate, listen, we're going to let you go. Uh, 
Yeah, sorry? No, I was going to say, I did food tech at school just because uh, so I can make my own lunch. <laughs> Good work. Now, listen, uh, outstanding year last year, mate. 18 games, 13 tries. I hope uh, this year is as good as last and even better for you. Uh, I have you finishing higher than 12th, uh, by the way. Sats has just been a little bit mean. Now, listen, uh, not too much luck this uh, weekend against the mighty Rabbitohs, but uh, we wish you all the best for, for 2021, mate. Mac Dufty, or should I call him Duff the Magic Dragon? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. This is Off The Bench. Welcome back to Off The Bench. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, Jason Matthews, Scott Sattler here for your weekend. I hope it's going all right. Um, trials this weekend, love them. Absolutely love them. The Saturday trials sats before we wrap up the show tonight. Storms, a Storm versus Knights in Aubrey. Looking forward to this This game. is going to be interesting. Aubrey's a beautiful town. You spent some time in Aubrey, I lived Aubrey, there. Didn't I you? lived there, mate. The were you doing radio year? there, were you? Yep. Yep. Find a mild top of 32 degrees in Aubrey today. and No, on the Twin Borders cities, something like that. Anyway, yeah. Um, I, I love this game for a number of reasons. I, I think a lot of the games are being streamed, aren't they? Yeah. All games yeah. are being streamed on KO or NRL.com. Really? Wow. Yeah. So what I'm looking forward to with the Storm is, of course, I mean, the most obvious one is life after Cam. Yeah. Harry Grant, uh, Harry Grant just going straight back into that position. Um, and who takes control? That's going to be really interesting. So I'm looking forward to that. Who's going to be skipper? Oh, they've named the skippers, haven't they? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Raiders versus Roosters. The Raiders, uh, the Roosters private jet flying down to yes. Seaford Oval in Queanbeyan. Now, I think the Raiders might be without a couple. Um, but in saying that, uh, I, I've got the Raiders as my premiership favourites. Me too. $9.50. Yeah, you can't read much into the form this early on in the season. Uh, but it's going to be interesting with the Roosters because Boyd Cordner, he's going to be out for another 10 or 11 weeks. Um, an ageing team, do they let a lot of their experienced players play many minutes? Jake Friend, Joe Warrior Hargraves and co. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Sharks Bulldogs at Jubilee on Saturday night. You know, a, a, a punter put $5,000 on the Bulldogs to win the comp this year at 68 to 1 to so, win. So they're going to get around about 340000 bucks. Yeah, mate. so wow. uh, everyone's anticipating a lot, a lot bigger things from the Bulldogs. I'm not sure where they're going to compete for a, a premiership. Stranger things have happened. But the Sharks, without Sean Johnson, arguably their best player last year, coming back from a ruptured Achilles, um, that's going to be an interesting one. But I, I, I'm thinking the Bulldogs are going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, some uh, interesting things to see how that goes. The Titans, the star-studded Titans, taking on the Warriors in, in Lismore. That's going to be a great game. Both too. these teams have been the most active when it comes to signing players. So... Uh, in Lismore, great ground, Oaks Oval. Um, I'm really, in, I'm, I can't wait to see the streamlined uh, David Fafita play another game like he, he did last week. Uh, the Rabbitohs Dragons Charity Shield, love. Well, this it. is the one with the most passion. We know that. I mean, Rabbitohs raging hot favourites for this. All the other trials are really at the end of their in essence, they're a trial. But this one's not a trial. This is really the first round of the NRL for both these sides. Okay, Eels versus Panthers at Penrith Stadium. Hate each other. Hate yep. each other. And uh, Parramatta, well, they really need to they need to pitch their flag from day one and say this is what we represent, this is who we are, this is what you're going to play against each and every week. Broncos and Cowboys are playing at Redcliffe. Yeah. This would be a good uh, chance to see how Kevy's um, Broncos are looking. Yeah, and a few of those players, those big players, they uh, they played in a trial last week. And the only game on Sunday is, uh, is the Tigers and the, and the Seagulls at uh, the great Leichhardt Oval. Mm. So, uh, Isn't that going to be good? Yeah. I like Leichhardt. What a ground. 
a lot of people are, yeah, it's a beautiful ground on the Sunday. But um, both teams don't know what you're going to get. Mm. Yeah. Is that going to be the? Is that going to be how it is all season? Don't know what you're going to get with Tigers and Seagulls. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, looking forward to all of those uh, trials. You can stream them on Ko. Um, I think you can stream them all on NRL.com as well, Satch, which is um, which is really interesting. We never get to see this any other year. I love this new technology. We can see this game. And if you're a fan of reserve grade rugby league, you can see Joseph Sawali uh, turn out for the North Sydney Bears. I think against Canberra. Canberra, they are. Yeah. And you know what is? I am anticipating. There are going to be a lot of people that watch this purely because of the 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 amount of publicity around Joseph Suley, but also just everyone wants to see the next uh. apparent Greg Inglis. Um, out of all these games, mates, uh, will you watch all of them? No, I'll watch Eels and Panthers. I'll watch uh, Broncos and Cowboys because Toddy Payton's a good mate of mine. Yep. And I'll definitely watch the, the Charity Shield. And I'm really looking forward to the Storm Knights match because I just want to see how they look without Cam. All right, mate. We've got to go. I'm going to try and hit under 120 today on the golf course. Good luck I, with that. Yeah, thanks, mate. I'm going to need it. Uh, this has been Off the Bench. Um, we'll be back next weekend. Have yourself a great weekend. Hope you enjoy it. Kevy, there on Sports Day. Uh, shop for authentic Aussie products. The Australian Made Kangaroo certification is the logo of the nation's trust. When we come back, Sats previews the Titan season on Sports Day.